Hey, 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 you all, this is Twana. Super excited to try something new. I'm thinking of ways to make the tiny private love letter even more accessible. So I thought, hey, what if I record me actually reading the love letter to you? That will make it easier for people who are on the go that don't have time to like scroll all of it, stuff like that. I'll just basically read it. So this is episode one, which goes along with the tiny private love letter, Hope. Five thoughts about abortion. By the way, I should mention, I'm, I don't know if it's allergies, a cold, what is it, but my voice probably sounds slightly more hoarse than it usually would. So we'll get through this. Recording live here from my apartment in Lisbon, single take. Okay. Hope. Five thoughts about abortion. We should all be on the side of protecting abortion access. Yet the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade. Have, you know what? Now that I'm starting this, I don't think I'm going to read it verbatim. I'm just going to like talk about it. Um, and then if you want to read it, you can. But basically open this up by saying, okay, so I write about sexual reproductive health and rights, right? I write, teach, speak, perform one woman theater shows. I've been doing this for almost 20 years. So of course, when Roe versus Wade was overturned, my inbox was flooded with newsletters from the organizations that I care about. Uh, with emails from friends said, oh my gosh, have you heard? Obviously we had um, just all these kinds of things. And so I thought, I want to write something about it. There's a lot of righteous anger out there. Um, and we need that. And we should feel that way. And I thought, if I'm going to put my voice out there on this one, I want to talk about like, how do we still have hope, even when times feel challenging or hard or unfair, unjust, things like that. So that's what this is. So open it up with two sentences instead of that whole little blurb you just got. You're welcome for the bonus content. Uh, so then there's a picture of me um, at the Golden Probe Awards. With It used to be called Lady Parts Justice League. They renamed themselves Abortion as Fuck, ah, abortion as fuck or the Abortion Access Front. The 501c3 and 501c4. I can't remember which name goes with which. But... um. Yeah, this was at the Golden Probes Award before the, uh, before COVID, before robing returned. You can see me look much happier, much more celebratory. Okay. Speaking of happy and celebratory, here are five ways in which I think we can have hope in this moment. One, we can predict a future. I say this because my therapist and I talk about this sometimes. I'll say, oh, I know so-and-so is going to say blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, in whatever relationship, family, friends, whatever, they're always da-da-da. My therapist says, well, great. Now that you know that, you can plan for what you're going to do instead of being triggered in the moment or being frustrated. Like now that you know that, you can plan. And so I think that's something that we can take away from this row moment. Anyone who works in this space, we saw this coming. And if you read the actual love letter, I link different articles that show you how this has been building over time in recent articles now that flash back and show you over time. So we know this. So the thing is, uh, it's going to be bad. Things are probably going to be bad for a while. Um, but I do think we'll get on the other side of it. How long that takes, how bad it gets, depends on how many people fight and how many people get involved. <coughs> Excuse me, which is why it's important that those of you who subscribe to this letter and listen to these lovely, hoarse, cough-filled words Get involved. Um, I might do another piece about like how exactly to do that. If that's helpful, let me know. There are comment sections here, so you got that. Okay, 
Hopeful thought number two, the importance of human rights is even more obvious. Like I've heard a lot of people say, well, Roe isn't illegal. All they did is turn it back to states. It's like, okay, so if you believe that, what you're saying is, oh, this is just a state's right issue. There's nothing about anyone's humanity on the line here. No, it's just a state's rights issue. The fact that we're allowing individual states to dictate levels of humanity is a problem. That's not about states' rights any more than the uh, Civil War was about states' rights. This is about humanity. Are women sentient human beings who deserve full autonomy over our bodies and our lives? Because that's really what that's about. Or do others have dominion over them? That's what this is about. And so I think that now that this has gone to the states, people are scratching their heads being like, that's kind of fucked that like this state you could do that, that state you could do that, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so now we get out of talking about individual laws and individual plays and all of that and say, what are those basic fundamental human rights that we really need to have a hold of? The U.S. hasn't always had the best track record when it comes to human rights. So this might be something that pushes us more towards the direction of good. So that's another reason to be hopeful. This moment, right, might pull people more towards understanding the importance of human rights, which I think is great. (coughs) Cough number 52. (laughs) Hopeful thought number three. People who support abortion in the United States are the majority. I'll say that again. In the United States, people who support abortion are the majority. And that's true regardless of political party. Republicans, the majority support it. Democrats, the majority support it. If there's really this like silent conservative majority, right? People who want people to vote would be doing everything they can. Get rid of gerrymandering, register everybody, make vote by mail easier, make, you know, voting as easy as possible, stretch out early voting, all of this. No, people who push this type of shit are the same kind of people who are curbing voting rights. And they do that because they know that they don't have the majority. And so this is something important to note. The Supreme Court, that's literally, we're talking about nine people. Of that nine, four of them are like, oh, hell no, this is wrong. And of the five that voted for this, they were put on that court by a minority that is power in this country. And then of that five, three of them were even appointed. So before they even voted on, appointed by a president who didn't win the popular vote. So we're not talking about, oh, the U.S. is this way, this is what we want. No, we're being ruled by a people called the American Taliban, and I don't think that's that far off. And that's really kind of what we're looking at. Okay, so that doesn't sound hopeful. The hopeful part is we have power as people. This is where we really think about words like people power and what that means. We start phone banking, we start volunteering, we start running for office. We do all of the things that we've been doing and we just dialed it up. And we welcome a few new voices into the equation. <coughs> this vote is going to get some of the folks off of the sidelines. I remember seeing after Trump went office, somebody had a sign that said basically, the librarians and grandmas are out here, so you know shit's fucked up. And so I think it's going to get some people off the lines into actually like into action, which we like, which we need, which is important. Because we're talking about a better future. Okay. Hopeful thought number four. 
Ugh, I got into this early. It's kind of jumped ahead of myself with this states rights thing. Ugh, not really about states rights. Read the tiny private letter if you want to know why, including this tiny private love letter has an excerpt of the dissent that three of those judges wrote and said, we dissent and here's why. And one of them says exactly about like, this is about states rights. This is about like what you see the future of this country looks like. And it sounds like a lot of attacks. So they tipped us off. They said that we knew this was coming. in, So we've got a little heads up, which is good. Okay. Number five. Ah, this one. Hopeful thought number five is we'll get back to this. And what I mean by that is nothing in the world is permanent. Horrible things happen. Sometimes they're overturned. Horrible things happen. Sometimes we find our way through. I don't think this is the end of it. This is absolutely not the end of abortion access in the United States. So I do think it's going to be a tough road. I do think we'll get on the other side of it. How long it'll take, how hard it will take, how hard it will be, I don't know. But all we can do is the best that we can. So in these times, guard your peace. Um, hold on to each other. Support each other. Check in on your folks, especially folks working in repro. Everybody's so tired and frustrated and angry and all of these things. So um, I went out. Friday night, I got that news. I'm like, yep, time to close the laptop. I went out with my friends. We had a beautiful rooftop dinner here in Lisbon. Drinks, all of that went dancing. Came home, put in a cute little sexy dress. Uh, if you follow me on Insta, you probably saw my stories. You saw all of this visually. So do what you need to do to protect your peace. All right, that's all I'm going to say. My voice has been wonderful to stick with me this time. So this is episode of one of maybe one. <clears throat> or if you guys like this stuff, you all like this stuff, then maybe I do this for each of the tiny private love letters. Let me know. Bye, babes. Sending love always.